She is an award-winning author. She calls herself a self-worth revolutionary. She's a transformational speaker and coach, essence advice columnist, spiritual teacher, and TV lifestyle expert. But what I really love about Abiola, you can read her bio there, is when she steps into a room, when she steps on the line, we do the podcast together, when she works with her clients, she really holds you in your power. She sees you as powerful. And you need as many people as possible to see you as powerful so you can step further and further into your purpose for 2017. I am honored and delighted to welcome to our stage here at Black Women of Power, Abiola Ingram. Okay, all right, yes, okay. Now we're gonna call this an abundance. Abundance dance because I'm gonna be talking about money, how you can get out of your own way and allow your money into your life. Who's with that? Yes, okay, all right. So we're gonna let them set up while we get a nice groove going, yes? <laughs> and while we're bopping our heads, we're thinking about all the power that we have. All the lies that they would tell you about the power that you don't have. When the truth is that you are the president of your own life. Yes. I want you to affirm that for yourself. I am the president of my own life. Let's hear that again and I want you to say it like you mean it. I want it to come from your soul. I want it to come from the ether. I want it to come from the yoni. <laughs> president of my own life. I am the president of my own life. Yes! Oh, now I felt that. That felt really, really good. <laughs> so as Rosetta said, and first of all, give it up for Rosetta. Give it up for our sister. Now, didn't she look like, you know, remember back in the days my mom used to have, and maybe your grandma, the doll on the bed, the beautiful, pretty doll that she would put on the middle? Doesn't Rosetta, I told her she looks like she should be on a cake or a beautiful doll on the bed. Or <laughs> and she said, I am known as the self-worth midwife or the midwife for your inspired life. And my name is Abiola Abrams. That nickname, the self-worth midwife comes from the fact that my great-great-grandmother in Guyana was a midwife. Guyana, ooh, GT Marseille, big up! <laughs> my great-great-grandmother in Guyana was a midwife and a woman's fertility healer. She was born in 1879, and she helped women to give birth to their babies. And I help women give birth to themselves. And so I feel like I am very much doing her work and the work that I was born to do. And so the interesting thing about talking about money, because you know, I talk about spirituality and how you know, our spirituality is not something that's removed from us, but is really the pathway to have everything that we want, everything that we desire, because you, have been created by the most powerful force in the universe. So if, if a force could create the flowers and the trees and the oceans, and then that force gives birth to you, what could be wrong with you? 
How could you be broken? It's not possible. It is absolutely not possible. So I'm going to do a little rearranging here. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, so let's move this a little closer. <laughs> let's move this a little closer. Now, I brought the whiteboard because I recently read a study that said with a whiteboard will help you to retain 80% more information. And I was like, oh, I need to bring this for my happy black women. <laughs> because so many of us, you know, now tell me if you've ever had this experience. We come to these events. We get all charged up. We're like, yeah! And we take notes in our pretty notebooks. And then we put them on our shelf. <laughs> and we kind of look at them. And they look real pretty sitting over there. And we maybe arrange them, arrange stuff around them, <laughs> file them away. And then we don't do anything. And nothing happens. And we sit there until the next event. That's not what we want to do. That is the opposite of what we want to do, right? Because as we learned in physics class, an object at rest tends to stay at rest, and an object in motion <laughs> tends to stay in motion, exactly. So we're going to begin with a meditation. Now, put your hand over your heart if you have ever tried meditation or if you are open to it. OK, beautiful, beautiful. Put your hand over your heart if you've never tried meditation, and it seems weird to you, maybe. Okay, we're in a room of, of mostly meditators. And for those who are not yet, we'll just go on this little journey. And I'll just let you know that uh, meditation and creative visualization is used by elite Olympic level athletes to prepare. It's used by NASA to prepare. So the same tools that they have, shouldn't we have those tools? Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna get my Tibetan singing bowl. I'm a black girl who is not afraid to be weird. That is, <laughs> that is one of your money manifesting tools. We will get to that in a little bit. Your authenticity, not being afraid to be your authentic self. <laughs> you know, be who you be. <laughs> and let the world adjust instead of us trying to adjust ourselves to them. Right? Because there wasn't an Oprah before there was an Oprah. There wasn't a Michelle Obama before there was a Michelle Obama. And there wasn't a Beyonce before there was a Beyonce. And there wasn't an Abiola Abrams until there was an Abiola Abrams. <laughs> so let's go on a little meditation journey. And let me tell you, this is a magical black woman magic meditation I'm about to bless you with up in here. Let me tell you how magical it is. I'm going to make a guarantee. All right? They say you shouldn't make guarantees, but I got a guarantee for you. This meditation is so powerful that after we do it, you will be able to complete my sentences. Whether you have never seen me before, heard from me before, you will be able to complete my sen sentences. Who's up to, for taking that challenge? <laughs> all right, all right. So let's go on this little meditation journey. Close your eyes. And I want you to let all of the concerns, the fears, the anxieties, fall by the wayside. There's a lot of energy around us. There are a lot of things that are happening in the world. But as we know, we are the president of our own individual lives. As we know, we were meant for greater things. 
As we know, things don't happen by accident. As we know, if you are sitting here today, it is for a reason. And right now, we tap into that reason. And so right now, I want you to see in your mind's eye, see in your imagination, a bright, beautiful light, the brilliant light of the sun. And this beautiful light is healing, positive, manifesting energy. This beautiful light is tapped into you, your most powerful ancestors, everything that you know now and everything that you think you don't know. It's all in this beautiful, brilliant light. When a girl child is born, we have in our bodies every egg that we will create within our lifetimes. That means that my great-great-grandmother, who I just spoke about, born in 1879, when she was doing her work, she held a seed and a kernel of me. Now, we have a lot of pain as black girls, but we also have a lot of joy. Don't let anybody tell you any different. And so right now, I want you to see that beautiful blinding light as tapped into that joy. Somewhere, somehow, there was a happy black girl and you are attached to that joy, you are attached to that brilliance, you are attached to that beauty and that magic. And I want you to see that light spinning around you, spin, spin, spinning around you, a web of protection. I want you to affirm, I am safe. I am safe. And, all is well. and all is well. I am safe. And it is safe to be safe. And it is safe to be safe. And as that energy moves its way up your body from your root chakra into your sacral chakra area, which is the, the area of pleasure, I want you to re remember and affirm for yourself that you have a right to joy and you have a right to pleasure. I want you to affirm, I have a right to joy. I have a right to joy. And I have a right to pleasure. As that light continues to make its way up your body, it is now spinning, spinning, spinning in your navel area, which is the area where we feel our happiness, where we get that gut feeling, with the part of us that knows. And so I want you to affirm for yourself, I have a right to be happy. I have a right to be happy. And I now welcome my happiness. And I now welcome my happiness. Because I love being me. It is good to be me. It is great to be me. And as that light, that beautiful, brilliant healing energy that goes back through the ether for generations spins, spins, spins up your body, it comes to your heart chakra area where we have so much hurt, so much broken energy. And it is healing, it is healing, it is patching, it is fixing. And I want you to affirm, I am loved. I am loved. And I am love. And I am love. And that energy, it continues. Now it's at your throat chakra, the place where we speak from. And that healing energy, I want you to speak from your own power and to affirm for yourself, I have the power of my voice. I have the power of my voice. And I speak my magic into being. And I speak my magic into being. And I speak my magic into being. Now the energy and the light continues to cycle and cycle and cycle up through your third eye area that's between your brows, and that is your vision. And I want you to affirm, I have a vision. I have a vision. And I see all. And I see all. I have a vision. I have a vision. And I see all. And I see all. I'm not worried about the how. I'm not worried about the how. Because I was born to do this. Because I was born to do this. I was born to do this. I was born to do this. 
And as that healing energy, it now spins up to our crown. And I want you to hold your head like there is a crown there because there surely is. Hold your head like that crown is there. Hold your head high with your own beauty, your own strength, your own power, your own magic with the affirmation that you are the president of your own life. And I want you to affirm, I wear the crown. I wear the crown. I allow my power. I allow my abundance. And I allow my money. Yes, okay, open your eyes. Yes. Yay. Beautiful. Now, I made you a promise. Who remembers what the promise was about the magical meditation? Yes, okay. All right, so a lot of you have never seen me before, maybe never heard of me, but like I said, we do this magical meditation and your energy is just so glorious and so beautiful, like I'm like dancing and basking in it up here now, <laughs> that you are gonna be finishing my sentences. All right, so let's try this. Money is the root of all evil. Money doesn't grow on trees. Wow. <laughs> You're finishing my sentences, aren't you? <laughs> That's amazing. You would think we grew up in the same house or something. <laughs> We're all ages, all different experiences from different parts of the world and the country. And for some reason, we are able to still have the same conversation. All right, let's try another one. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into. Whoa. That was a freaky meditation, right? <laughs> all right, let's try this one. All right, so we make all of our money and then you are filthy. Rich. Right? It is better to give than to receive. Ah, oh, very interesting, right? The things we've been indoctrinated with. Very interesting. All right, here's one, you know, for the slightly ratchet of us in the room. <laughs> all right, here we go. Mo money. <laughs> the rich get richer, the poor get poor. You can't have your cake and Y'all mm. are finishing my sentences. I mean, I wish I would have bet some money or something. <laughs> right? Because it's happening. Okay, now this is for the slightly more ratchet. That was for the lightly ratchet? <laughs> this is for, for, you know, and we know how to dress it up, right? This is for the slightly more ratchet amongst you. For the unratchet or those who don't know what I'm talking about, you know, just, you know, cover your ears for this little part, okay? More money, more cash, more. Oh. Now, 
Isn't that interesting? You know, how we have all been indoctrinated with these same teachings, these same limiting beliefs, as Rosetta was talking about, that came from somebody, that came from somebody, that came from somebody. And then we go and we live them out without even knowing where they come from, with it being just a, an unconscious thing. You know, I, I was hanging out the other day with, I have a, a beautiful two-year-old niece uh, named Ava, and I was hanging out with my niece and my mom, and you know, it was the holidays, and we were looking through the Toys R Us catalog, and you know, my mom and then my sister got into a conversation about you know, how expensive the toys were and you know, how everything is going up and they're making packages smaller and you know, they're trying to rob people and all kinds of things. And, and as my two-year-old niece was sitting there, I was thinking, you know, what are we feeding her? We're conscious of the food we feed her you know, and the water and you know, her, her nurturing and we make sure that she's loved and that she sees herself as beautiful, and we make sure to have enough black dolls. But then how often do we undo it with our words? How often do we undo what we think we're trying to do with our own beliefs? And so I want us to, to stop it right now for ourselves and for the generation that comes after us, okay? Because the thing is that, you know, we all think that the quick fix is to get money. But if you have not handled your money blocks, your limiting beliefs, you will manifest yourself right down to brokenness again. That's why so many lottery winners end up devastated. Did y'all see that girl on Iyanla Fix My Life? Marie Holmes, lottery winner, young woman, beautiful woman, beautiful woman with the potential to have the world at her feet. Like most lottery winners, ended up worse off than she was before she got the money. And so that's why we're gonna work on our money blocks because I know money is coming to y'all. I know it. Cause you're here, you're in the right place. And what I want for you is for you not to sabotage yourself out of it. Put a hand over your heart if you know what it feels like to sabotage yourself out of opportunities. Yes, yes. I think we had 100% affirmation of that. We want to stop that today. And the reason why we do that is not because we want to self-sabotage. It's because, again, you know, we have those beliefs, you know, that we just all ran through that we know whether we are from Guyana, you know, or you know, Brooklyn, or DC, or you know, down south, or wherever, we all have that same story. And then we have an added thing as African, women of African descent. You know, we have an added thing. And it is taboo to talk about it, but there was a time when our bodies were owned by someone else. Our bodies were commerce. We were traded on the open market. So that's not something that we can sweep under the table or pretend that it didn't happen. You know, I had a classmate that said to me, you know, well, why, why do you feel the need to talk about, you know, slavery affecting what happens to you today? I said, let me ask you a question. I said, if your great grandparent was a Rockefeller, would that affect your life today? Yes. Right? As I said, you know, my great-great-grandmother, like yours, 
had the seeds of me in her body when she was living her life. So her grandparents, who were most likely slaves, also had the seed of me and had certain beliefs and ways of seeing the world and ways of protecting themselves that maybe I don't need today, that I still may be living out. When our parents and our loved ones taught us these limiting beliefs or your caretakers or whomever, they didn't do it because they wanted the worst for you. They did it because they wanted the best for us. And they were trying to keep us safe. They were trying to protect us. And so they passed down a lot of bad information and bad programming for good reasons that we no longer need. And then we added to it our own experiences of, you know, when we grew up and, you know, they say that your personality is what you develop to get out of childhood alive, right? So, you know, we, we put into practice certain beliefs based on our experiences as children that we then took as gospel. And so then a lot of us have an eight-year-old running our lives. We have a 12-year-old showing up to negotiations saying, well, I'm scared to ask for more money because they won't like me. They won't jump double dutch with me if I seem like I want too much. Right? Put a hand over your heart if you are undercharging, underpaid, or undervalued. Yeah, we need to stop that. That stops today as well. Because you are worthy and deserving of all good. Affirm that. I am worthy and deserving of all good. I'm worthy and deserving of all good. I had this really interesting experience where, you know, because money is just, and, and this is very triggering, trigger alert, what I'm about to say. Money is just energy. You know, we assign all kinds of things to it, you know. Best believe I'm about to get me some Tubman's and the, the gold coin with the, with the, you know, the African woman on the Liberty coin. I'm about to get that as well because it is beautiful to see myself affirmed in that way. I was like, oh, look at me on the money. <laughs> but money is really just, you know, it's pretty paper that we assign so much significance to. And it's just energy, just like anything else. And if you don't believe that energy exists, you know, have you ever felt someone behind you when you didn't even know that they were there, right? Or ever thought of somebody and they called and they popped up? Yeah, energy is very real. Energy is very real. And just like, you know, 100 years ago, maybe, I don't know, the internet or a fax machine seemed fantastical or, and magical, you know, that energy might seem like, ooh, but it's, it's real. It's there, and we know that. You know, at times we know things, and then science can get caught up. <laughs> right? So they're realizing that now. And so we want to have an energy shift when it comes to our money. I was in this class with this Ayurveda teacher, and it was, it was one summer, and she was from India, and she was teaching healing properties for the body. And she was saying that she ended up having to practice here instead of in her native India because they didn't value her work there, you know, whereas it's valued here. So she had the experience, for example, of, you know, she came in, she was treating one of her clients, and um, the person had hypertension or, or something similar, and she would prescribe them cinnamon. She was prescribing them natural herbs and stuff. So then people were like, I'm not paying this woman to tell me to take some cinnamon. 
although you know it was all of her teachings and everything that she was putting into it you know in order to in order to say this is the to diagnose but there wasn't a value and that's all money is it's the energy plus the value system that we subscribe to it the energy plus the value system and so most likely, whatever it is that you are charging for your work or your services, I challenge you to double it because you are undervaluing what you put into the world. And I'm not saying to double it and then to over deliver and kill yourself thinking that you know, you're inadequate so you now have to follow them to their house and <laughs> wait for their family to come home and you know, now service the whole family and you know, <laughs> which a lot of women entrepreneurs do. With male entrepreneurs, it's very, usually very straightforward when it comes to money and commerce. How much is that? Here's how much I charge. Here's the money, thank you, bye. With women, we start to negotiate ourselves down before the person even says anything. You know, is a how much is it? We say, okay, well, that'll be $1,000. But I can give you, you know, I can throw in, you know, and I got this over here. <laughs> and I got some other things I can do for you. I can come home and massage your feet. <laughs> right? And we start to negotiate ourselves down because we don't have the value part that goes with the money. So the first money block that I want to talk about is the idea that money is not spiritual, right? Now, a lot of us have that. My father is a minister, and he's not the, you know, the minister that you would see on TV with, you know, give me another plane minister. He's the minister like here, <laughs> you know? He's the minister like here, take all our money and come live in our basement, minister, you know? And so... Even though he attempted to build an energy of abundance, there was a lot of poverty consciousness, almost like he felt like you know, he had to give everything without being able to receive. Now that idea that money is not spiritual, it manifests in different ways. Put your hand over your heart if you resonate with the words wounded healer. Yeah. Yeah, I was in that energy for a long time. You know, it shows up as wounded healer, starving artist. You know, a lot of us think that, you know, or talking about money or numbers is not feminine. You know, put your hand over your heart if you've ever, ever joked about being bad with numbers or bad with money or, yeah. We are joking ourselves into brokenness. <laughs> joking ourselves right into brokenness. All those conversations with your friends about how nobody has any money and, you know, stop it. Stop. Because your word has power and you are creating your life with every word you speak. If the conversations are about brokenness and brokenness, guess what kind of life you are creating? Yes. And so we want to stop that today. Another money block is there's not enough to go around, right? Put your hand over your heart if you heard that as a child. Yeah. And Guyana, Guyanese people, where's my Guyana girl? My mom would say, you can't have bacon cake. Right? And I'd be like, well, why not? <laughs> why not? Like the expression, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Why not? <laughs> you know? And my mom proceeded to explain it to me. Well, you can't have your cake and eat it too because if you've eaten the cake, you can't have the cake. I said, well, what if you just go get another cake? <laughs> 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 
We have this idea that there's not enough to go around, and that's really important for us as women because we are generous and loving and caring, right? We want to, you know, be able to make sure that other people have. And so a lot of times we feel guilty, we have survivor guilt if we have and others don't, right? Anybody, put your hand over your heart if you've ever tried to fix a loved one, fix their problems, solve all their problems. Yes. That could have been my whole dating profile at one time. I will fix you. <laughs> Unless they are paying you as a coach or healer or consultant, <laughs> then you have no business trying to fix them. The way that you fix your loved ones and the people around you is for you to shine, for you to live your greatest, grandest, most glorious life. And then perhaps they'll say, oh, what are you doing? Not by you saying, well, why don't you do this and why don't you do that? Because they may not be caught up yet. And that's fine, because then that means you need more people in your life. Look at these sisters around here. These are people who are moving on the same page. These are the people that you need to know. And I'm speaking to you as a recovering member of the Sisters of Traveling Brokenness. <laughs> These are the sisters that you need to know. The idea on its surface that it's better to give than to receive, it seems like a great thing, but it's a limiting belief and a money block because both are needed, giving and receiving. It's a cycle and your money and your life gets constipated if you think it's only one way. Giving is amazing. Giving is powerful. You know, we all want to give more and more and more. But with your capacity, your capacity to give, you need to also increase your capacity to receive. I used to have a lot of challenges with receiving. Put your hand over your heart if you find it challenging to ask for help and receive help. Yeah. You will never be able to move really into your abundance if you're not able to receive it. If you keep on saying to your creator, no, not me, eventually be like, okay, well, no, not her. <laughs> right? What would you do if you kept on giving somebody and giving somebody and giving somebody and they were like, no, 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 I'm okay. You'd be like, all right, well, fine. They must be okay. Instead, we need to learn how to receive, learn how to allow, learn how to accept. There are all kinds of opportunities. I, I promise you, within the next week, with you coming away with this charged up energy from being here with the speakers that Rosetta has lined up for you, there are go there's going to come at you opportunities and then also tests and challenges to try to test you back down to your place. But I want you to be able to step into those opportunities and move from the space of getting ready. Anybody still getting ready? I'm getting ready? <laughs> Put your hand over your heart if you've been getting ready for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting ready with your website for a few years. You're getting ready with your logo for another few years. You're getting ready, you're trying to figure it out. <laughs> We've had those experiences, but that is really just a form of self-sabotage. It is you saying, okay, I'm going to keep myself small. I'm going to shrink. It is you cutting off your abundance. It's you cutting off your money flow. And it looks like, you know, oftentimes perfectionism, you know, ready, fire, aim. No. Well, ready, aim, fire is usually how we're taught it, but I want us to think of it as ready, fire, aim. 
get ready, put it out there, because you won't know what you're lacking until you put it out there. You won't have any idea while you're sitting with your planning and your notebooks. I have a million notebooks. I love to keep notes and charts and graphs and all kinds of stuff. That's not where your money is. Your money is in your interaction with the people who are going to give you the exchange of commerce to have the value that you are going to bring to them. That's where your money is. And you have to get up off your couch. I don't care if it's a home business. You have to have energy and movement, forward movement, that's different from getting ready energy <laughs> in order to call it in. Because you will be getting ready for a long time. I had this experience where, you know, a few years ago, I was working on finishing my last book, The Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love, and the Bethany Frankel show called me and invited me to come and be on the show. And I was like, well, you know, I want, I want to be able to present this new book because the old book doesn't represent where I am yet. And so I told them, well, I, I'll call y'all when my book is finished. I'm not ready yet. Self-sabotage. It wears all kinds of faces. But what I told myself at the time was, well, the old book, you know, is, it's not going to really represent me. So, you know, I want to be able to hold, you know, this new book. And so when I called, when the book was finally finished and it won an African-American Literary Award, all these great things, and I was like, here I am, I'm ready, take me. They're like, Abiola's show's getting canceled. <laughs> An opportunity lost that was sent my way for who knows what magic. If you are having the experience where you feel like you keep looking around and you feel like, that's my idea, I had that idea, I thought of that first. It's because when the universe comes to you with an idea, it's because we need it. And so if you sit on it and you're still in your getting ready energy and you are not birthing it, it will go to the next available person. <laughs> so if you feel like, okay, I'm not ready, it's gotta be perfect, it doesn't have to be perfect. You are perfect in your imperfections and that is enough. Your ideal client and your ideal audience, your ideal crowd will be magnetized by your realness, whatever that is. And you will adjust and shift and level up and get a better logo and get a better website and get a better whatever <laughs> as you go, right? The next thing that holds us back is the tribe. Now I mentioned to you all the sisterhood of traveling brokenness, <laughs> right? You want to be vigilant about who you surround yourself with, right? Anybody have conversations about, you know, and laugh, like I said earlier, about, you know, how broke you are? Yeah. We are laughing ourselves out of our abundance, out of our heritage, our, our inheritance. We're literally laughing ourselves to the poorhouse. When you can be laughing yourself to wealth and abundance instead, that feels a lot better. And so you want to be a part of events like this and masterminds. You know, I have a group of amazing women that I'm taking to Bali and Indonesia for the Abundance Pray Love Retreat. You know, you want to be a part of as many experiences like that as possible because that raises your vibration. It raises your comfort with money and abundance. And it's only, it's a muscle. Like everything else, you have to work it, you know? If it's something that is foreign to you, you just have to work it. 
it's funny, my, my sister-in-law, you know, I have family members that I felt like, okay, I'm not having conversations with them because I, they don't understand my business. And, you know, when I try to explain to them, you know, I'm a coach and I work with people one-on-one -on -one, and then I have, you know, online programs and, you know, this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's like over their head, you know. And so I was like, okay, you know, I've got to bridge this gap and just start having conversations. So I'll just say and speak about you know my life and share about my life instead of just listening to theirs. And they'll either get it or they don't, and we'll have a conversation. So at Thanksgiving, you know, I turned to my sister-in-law and I said, um, you know, I am leading this retreat called the Abundance Pray Love Retreat, and I'm taking an amazing group of women to Bali. And she said, you know, she was excited to hear about it, and she was like, you know, oh, is that like an Airbnb thing? And it felt so good to be like. Well, no, you know, that would be really awesome, but I instead I decided instead to book it at the best resort in Asia. <laughs> you know, which stretches my abundance muscle, stretches who I am in the world, and also, you know, stretches my whole family's perception of themselves as well. So in, again, instead of trying to enlighten or teach her or whatever, you be your own bright, shiny self. <laughs> and glow, girl, glow. And the rest of them will either catch up or not. And if they don't, that's fine. Here's where we part ways. Move on. There are a lot of people on this planet. And you don't have to be for everyone. That is absolutely a money block and a money you know, limiting belief, the idea that you have to be for everyone. Last night I was on a group coaching call and, and uh, this new client, she was explaining her business and she was like, you know, and it's for all women. I said, stop, it's not for all women. That's impossible. It's not for my mother. My mother wouldn't be interested. It's not for my mail carrier. She wouldn't be interested. It's not for all women. By trying to appeal to everyone, you appeal to no one. You have to be very, very specific in exactly who you are and exactly who your client is. And that will take, you know, a part of a lot of times like getting used to being able to say no, which at first feels like, ah, but you know, I don't want to, you know, as Rosetta said, I don't want to cut people off, you know, but you're not. You're honing in, you know, on the people that want your magic. I had a client the other day that called me and she was like, you know, she's like, Abiola, I was making so much money, you know, when I was working with you and, and she knows that I only take on a limited amount of one-on-one -on -one clients, but she was, and she was like, you know, I want to come back and work with you, but I just want you to just leave all that spiritual mumbo jumbo out. Wow. And I said, then you don't want to work with me. <laughs> and I respect your conglomerate, but you have to find somebody else. And there's no tea, no shade with it. I'm just not the coach for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not for everybody. <laughs> and so the sooner that you're able to say that to yourself, say it, I'm not for everybody. I'm not for everybody. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of us come from backgrounds of people pleasing and wanting people to like us. It's human nature. Nobody's signing up not to be liked. <laughs> right? But that's not where you're coming from. Your power is realizing that you are who you are and you're gonna magnetize your ideal clients and opportunities to you by you being your genuine self. And then it doesn't matter how many people there are doing exactly what you do, you know? It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Especially for those of you who are life coaches and you feel like everybody's a life coach. Everybody's a lawyer and a doctor too, but we need them, <laughs> right? <laughs> You know, the reason I look at, look at Rosetta
Rosetta and I love and adore her. She's amazing, but a big part of it is that she reflects me. I'm like, I love you, you're just like me, we're great. <laughs> but by us standing in our own individual power and strength, you know, then we magnetize the people toward us who are supposed to be with us. So you're not turning money away by being clear about who you are and being clear about who your ideal client is. You're welcoming money. You're saying, yeah, money, money, money. <laughs> you're welcoming it. A lot of us don't want to be salesy. That is a big limiting belief in money block. We don't want to be salesy, right? We, we have this idea in our heads of, you know, someone standing there and trying to sell us things and it feels negative, it sounds negative, you know, and we don't want to be a part of that. Put your hand over your heart if the idea of selling makes you uncomfortable. You're already selling every day. If you work for somebody else, you're selling to them the idea that you are capable to perform the tasks that they're paying you for. You are already selling every day. And there is power in selling when you know what you, what you have is valuable. Like I get excited about sales conversations now because I'm excited about what I have to offer. So, you know, one way to look at it is if you go and knock on your neighbor's door at 3 a.m., you know, for no reason, you're a nuisance. But if you knock on his door and you have the solution to his problems or to tell him his house is on fire, He's grateful. He is absolutely grateful. Last year was a really difficult year for me because I was diagnosed with fibroids and, you know, it meant things about my fertility and all kinds of things. And if somebody, you know, there, there are teachers and herbalists and people that I've worked with who were, you know, offering me solutions to my problem, I wasn't worried about, you know, the money or about them trying to oversell me because they, they have what I need. So what you are doing, the very basis of entrepreneurship, is that you have what someone else needs. So if you are feeling challenged about selling and, you know, the sister's going to come out later and talk to you about, you know, selling from a place of power, if you're having that challenge, you know, then you need to come realize that you're solving a problem for someone that needs you. And by you not making the offer, you're being a detriment to them. If the people that were able to help me with my fibroid issues did not put themselves out there or were still putting together their website, <laughs> I'm looking at you and you and you, <laughs> then they would have been robbing me of my own health and vitality. And so right now, by you not putting yourself out there, by you not being visible, by you not being willing to be, be seen and heard, you're robbing someone of their ability to do whatever it is that you, whatever solution it is that you have to offer. Sales conversations are juicy, you know, when you're offering something, like I said, that you believe in and something that is going to help and empower others. It's a juicy moment to say, I know you have this challenge, but here is something that I have for you. It's a juicy moment, and I'll, 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 I'll uh, model it and demonstrate it for you. Like I said, you know, I'll later on be making an offer to you for those of you who want to go deeper in this work, I'll model it for you. That it's just having a conversation, and people will either say yes or no. We're scared of rejection, but it's not personal. Either what, you know, right now if someone came in and tried to sell me a Maserati. It could be the most amazing car in the world. First of all, I wouldn't know what it was. I'm a New Yorker. 
you know, Uber, hello, like I, it's just not my reality, you know? And so it could be the most amazing offer. I wouldn't want it, but not, but not, it wouldn't be personal. It would just be, I'm not interested. I'm not a car person. I, I could care less. You know, I last year went and even though I've had my driver's license for a really long time, last year I went and took driving lessons again because, you know, I don't drive. I'm in New York. You know, it's inconvenient to have a car here. So it doesn't fit my lifestyle and I'm fine with that. I love being able to, I have, I have a million cars. I have a fleet. <laughs> some are yellow and some are black. It's fabulous. <laughs> So you make your offer and either people will say yes or say no. You know, a lot of you, you know, I've had women tell me that they're afraid to mail their mailing list, you know, about with their offers. And it's like, these are people who signed up to be in conversation with you. And they're like, what if they unsubscribe? Then they wouldn't have bought anything anyway. Let them move on to the people that are meant for them. It doesn't do you any good to just have them there as numbers. Bid them a fair adieu, you know? Send them prayerful energy and let them move on. The people that are meant for you will be like, oh my God, thank goodness she sent that additional email because I forgot about this offer and now I remember that I can do this, that I can come here. They're waiting for you. They're hungry for you. You are what is keeping you from your ideal client. You are what is keeping you from your abundance, from your money. But again, we stopped that today, right? Another money block. Okay, we talked about more money, more problems, and we're winding down on time. So I'm gonna, you know, wrap up. Like I said, you know, we'll go as deep as we can, and then offer you a way to go deeper. But the idea that you know that money would bring problems is definitely a challenge that I had, a money block that I had. You know, the idea of like, all right, well, the bigger my business gets, then I have to hire more people, and then I have to manage these people, and then you know, I'm introverted. I don't really want more people contacting me, and I have to manage them, and now. And I became an entrepreneur to not deal with this. And here, <laughs> instead of you know building your business around your fears, build it around your joys. Build it around the idea of like how amazing it would be to be able to gainfully employ other people to step into their greatness to help you and your tribe step into their greatness as well. The bigger that your vision is going to be, the more people you need because you can't do everything. Your zone of genius, you might be able to do certain things. You know, like I could, you know, make my website if I needed to. I could, you know, put together, you know, graphics for something if I needed to, but it's not my zone of genius. This is my zone of genius. So any time that I spend doing that is taking me away from this. And I want my money to be making money. And so I don't want my money waiting for me to get there to have to sit behind my computer to put up a sales page and whatever to, no. I want the feeling of while I'm standing here with you, X amount of people bought my affirmation cards, X amount of people bought my programs, you know, X amount of people put money in my pocket to put knowledge and power in theirs. That's what I want. You want your money and your energy to be making money and calling in more for you. And so the way to do that is to do away with the idea that there's more money, more problems. I was talking to this guy and you know, we were talking about you know, someone who won this great opportunity. I'm trying to remember if it was 
Fulbright, she won this wonderful opportunity um, and she was going to get $250,000. And the first thing he said is, oh, well, you know, she's going to have to give half of that to Uncle Sam. Well, thank you. Good night. That's our last conversation because obviously you and I are not on the same level. And if you think that more money, more problems, you're not my tribe. Here's where we part ways. <laughs> and a lot of us, we have that mentality. Instead, bless your bills. Think, oh my goodness, how wonderful that Con Ed trusts me to give me light and, and want me to pay them at the end of the month. <laughs> how amazing that these people lent me money to go to school, you know, and now here they want their money. All right, God bless them. You know, if instead of, you know, dreading answering the phone, you know, Answer it with joy, with wherever you are, and have those conversations. Don't live in a phantom shadow self. Anyone ever had the experience of when you see, uh, you know, unlisted numbers or whatever, you're like, oh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I better not, oh, Sally Mae track me down. How'd I get this number? <laughs> New phone, who this? <laughs> have those conversations, because right now you want to treat yourself already like you are that million dollar sister. Again, remember the lesson of Marie Holmes, we don't want to sabotage ourselves out of our blessings. And so don't think that magically you're gonna have the answers when you get there, quote unquote, or ultimately. You have to have the answers now. The vibration of having it and you know wanting it, two different energies. So you wanna be at the energy of, I have it now. You wanna be in that energy now. And so I see Rosetta, I see her coming up. So let me tell you guys. <laughs> First of all, give yourselves a round of applause for sharing with me <laughs> your stories and your experience. You know, having money conversations is a bit uncomfortable for the majority of women. It just is. Um, it's easier for women to talk about their sexuality than it is for us to talk about money. And so it's very brave of you to, you know, even with the, you know, just being able to put your hand over your heart and being like, I had that experience. Here's what I'm doing. So I'm gonna show you, okay, so here's how you have a sales conversation. Here is what you offer to your tribe. You wanna come from the place of, I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> And that's coming from a place of an irresistible offer that you're excited to present because you know that it works, you know that it's amazing, you know that those who take it, take you up on it, they're gonna be transformed. You know it's gonna be amazing. And so it's the same feeling when, you know, the holidays just pass, when you give somebody a gift and you're like, you're excited for them to open it because you know it's gonna be amazing, you know they're gonna love it. So I have for you a multi-layered offer that I'm so excited. All right, so here is, and I'm gonna write fast, Rosetta. My handwriting is gonna be a little bit legible, but we'll walk through it. <laughs> so I have the Manifest Your Money Mindset Makeover Program, right? Which is about working through your money blocks. If you are underpaid by yourself, <laughs> if you are under earning, if you have a debt or a victim mentality or victim consciousness, we're gonna be working through that. So the manifest your money. Manifest your money mindset reset. Now the program itself 
um, is a part of my Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood, right? So it usually would be $2,200. But I have for you three bonuses that are absolutely incredible. And before, you know, y'all rolled with me when you were able to finish my sentences, right? <laughs> so I have another bet for you that this is going to be an incredible offer, all right? So the bonuses are, number one, my spiritpreneur warrior sisterhood, which also is usually $2,200, which is a transformational program that takes you from getting ready, you know, or failure to launch <laughs> into the place where, you know, one of my clients next week, this Friday, I'm flying to London for a boutique launch of one of my clients who is in the UK. She just created a line of lingerie. Look for it. It was just in essence named Being You, you know, that is, you know, to complement our different skin colors. Yes. And, you know, she is doing a global launch of her brand. And so I'm headed to the UK to support her in that. And so that's what this program is, Spiritpreneur Warrior Business Sisterhood. I can talk to you about in it about more detail. I want to keep the schedule rolling forward so we can even have a one-on-one -on -one conversation and talk in more detail about it. Then another bonus is the Manifest Your Magic Monthly Moon Circle. And that's a digital sister circle where we get all woo-woo. <laughs> and we do the stuff underneath it, the, the mental, the spiritual, the emotional, energetic self-care that we need to remember on a daily basis that you are the president of your own life. Because, you know, inspiration is great, motivation is great, but what we want is transformation. We want to stop having the same conversations and start having new conversations. We want to have first the conversation of how can I get to six figures? But then what got you to six figures is not going to get you to half a million. What got you to half a million is not what's going to get you to seven figures. And what got you to seven figures is not what's going to take you beyond that. So you want to be able to up level your energy to support your life. And so this is a monthly digital sister circle that meets on the new moon in a group online. And on the full moon, we have meditations and all kinds of transformational things to support us. And then, here is the coup de gras. All right, so then the third bonus, and actually it's so amazing, I'm gonna write it up here. Manifest Your Magic is $50 a month, so that's a $600 program. Looking to see if there's something that I'm leaving out. Okay, so then the third bonus that I'm going to offer all of you, and I have not spoken to my Australian business partner about this, but she will deal, is, a ticket to my Abundance Pray Love Retreat in Bali. Woo! What? Yes. <laughs> she said, what? And I thought my business partner was here. I was like, girl, I'm going to call you. <laughs> yes. In Bali. In Bali, Indonesia, wow. at one of the best retreat locations in Bali, Indonesia. We kick off on Friday, June 9th, with a full moon circle with Balinese healers. When you come there, because I want you to have an abundance experience where you get in your blood the feeling that you are wealth, you are abundance. So when you get there to the hotel, you are welcomed with a foot massage. And then we have healers who are working with you throughout the weekend. Yes, yes. 
<laughs> yes. Okay. So the Abundance Pray Love Retreat is $2,200 for the basic ticket. And so all of this, if the math is correct, if I, I might have left something out, oh, I'll also just gift you my book and affirmation cards just because. Right? So then the total of all of that should be, and if it's not, it's close. <laughs> because I will not say that I'm bad with numbers. <laughs> the total of all of that would be 7,500. So if I were to cut that in half, then that would be somebody with numbers. Give me some numbers. That would be, okay, so that would be 37.50. All right, but we're not going to do that. That would still be amazing. Abundance Pray Love Retreat in Bali <laughs> and Manifest Your Money Mindset Reset. We're not going to do $37.50, which would still be amazing. We're going to slash that and we will do all of it for either $2,000 in full if you book right now or I'll do you one better. Just because y'all are cute and you look like me. <laughs> For 150, I will hold your seat. So you can pay 150 right now plus four payments of $500. Y'all are going to make me cry. <laughs> so did I make y'all an offer you can't refuse? The way that you stretch your abundance set point, a lot of, we all have a happiness or abundance set point. And you stretch it little by little by little. Not by sitting home with charts and graphs and talking to your broke friends about how bad it is to be broke. <laughs> but by surrounding yourself with a community of abundance. And that's what we're doing. And so, because I wanna keep, we got 32 seconds left. I'm gonna tell you, so this is the offer. And how long today should the offer last, Rosetta? Okay, so I am leaving after the panel, which is at, I believe, at 1.30. Okay, so after my panel, notice how I just put my panel, and it's a bunch of incredible women. <laughs> after the panel, I will be leaving. If you come, well, there's another speaker right after, but if you come to me now and either give me your $150 to hold your seat, or pay in full for $2,000. If you come now, then I will gift you with the book and the affirmation cards today. And you will immediately be joining a group of incredible women who are coming to Bali. And all of these programs are going on now. So your transformation begins now. Not June 9th when we go to Bali, but now. So, Abundance Pray Love Retreat. Manifest, okay, wait, let me just recount this, all right? <laughs> <laughs> we could do an abundance <laughs> because another way that you affirm your abundance is by having people who affirm it for you so really quickly the manifest your money mindset reset right and then the bonuses spiritpreneur warrior business sisterhood manifest your magic moon circle and abundance pray love retreat in Bali <laughs> So I will be in the lounge in the back. This has been amazing. 
You are amazing, and I look forward to us having more conversations. Namaste! <laughs>